Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. These safeties for San Francisco are lining up at almost 20 yards. As if it was third down and 15. It's first and 10. Mahomes works right side. Kelsey with the catch at the boundary. This time it's a first down as he runs over the defender, Shavarius Ward, his old teammate, for 11 yards to the 25 yard line. This next segment is going to be a little self-serving. It's going to be self-serving because you guys know my rule. I consider someone to be a hater when you are incapable of giving credit where credit is due. I don't like Kansas basketball. Not at all. But going to their home games is fun. And they're kind of good at basketball. I can acknowledge that. I can... Stand before you and say, I understand that this season I was very hard on their wide receivers. I don't think that I was wrong or off in how hard I was on this wide receiver room. I am willing to stand before you and say that I believe that this wide receiver room was going to be why this team could not win the Super Bowl. I was very down on their wide receiver group. I hammered this wide receiver group for most of the season. The reason they had to go on the road against Buffalo was because of them. The reason they had to go to Baltimore was because of them. I stand before you after another Super Bowl telling you, you know what? Worked out. Their wide receivers still yesterday were not great. You didn't need them to be. You know what you needed? There were a couple of times, a couple of plays, you needed guys to do their job. And that's exactly what they got yesterday. You guys know how I feel about MVS. MVS, they needed one play from him yesterday. Robbie had three catches for 20 yards. You needed one play from MVS. He made it. McCall Hardman, he had three catches, two of them. Big. Now, I know on the first big catch, they didn't score a touchdown, and that was an incredible throw by Patrick Mahomes. Big play, something that this offense hasn't had a whole lot of. Big plays down the field, take the top off of the defense. That was the Chiefs offense that you and I grew up on, Rob. Brandon, we grew up on it. And then McCole Hardman catches the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Justin Watson yesterday had three catches for 54 yards. He was sturdy, solid. 
Noah Gray, he gave you your two catches for 22 yards. Do you know who scored the last four touchdowns for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Steven Spector brought this stat to me. The last four touchdowns the Chiefs have scored in the Super Bowl. Rob, it is Kadarius Toney, Sky Moore, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and McCole Hartman have scored the last four touchdowns for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. If there is not a more Kansas City Chiefs stat than that one, please show it to me. This wide receiver group over the last two years have taken a lot of arrows. And I still expect for them to make significant improvements to that room once the time comes. I don't think that MVS is going to be on the team next year. I think they're going to take that money and improve. I think they're going to spend another high draft pick on a wide receiver and really help solidify that room. But in this postseason, when they asked their wide receivers to make plays, they responded well. You asked MVS in your last three postseason games to make a play, and he made a play. McCole Hardman. The same guy that almost cost him in the Buffalo Bills game. He had two fumbles on two touches. Some of you would have threw McCall Hardman away. Stop giving him the ball. I maybe suggested stop giving him the ball. Big pass play down the middle of the field. Game winning touchdown. That's the Chiefs. So I am here standing before you on a red Monday. On the reddest of Mondays as the Chiefs have confirmed that they are a dynasty, as we are getting ready for a parade here in a couple of days, I stand before you and I acknowledge. I don't know if I was wrong about the wide receiver room, but I think the Chiefs over time figured out how to make this wide receiver room work. And it took them a lot longer than any of us wanted or expected. But eventually the Chiefs figured out, all right, this is the problem Here is the solution for said problem. They made MVS work. The same MVS that had the big drops early in the season, they continued to stay with them. They continued to trust them. It paid off. The same McCole Hardman, who had two fumbles, two playoff games ago, had the biggest play of the game. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. That's Andy Reid. That's what this dynasty has been over the last five years. I would say the success of the YRC room in the Super Bowl and the playoffs is an encapsulation of what the Chiefs were during the playoffs. Because I can safely say I have never in professional sports seen this happen before. You know how I use the term sample size a lot. I used it a lot when I was hating on the Chiefs because over the regular season, they had a lot of errors, and I thought these are going to keep happening. They just stopped happening. They just one day realized, hey, no more issues. We're done with mistakes. The Chiefs wide receiver room is the perfect encapsulation of that thought of, hey, we're done with mistakes. They had the dropsies. We can admit it now. They had the dropsies. We were hard on the room. It wasn't just us. Text line, don't act like you were above it. The text line was getting their jokes off of the wide receiver room too. The memes on Instagram were everywhere. It was a joke of Palooza. Wasn't good. Even after the Patriots win, it was still, let's get some jokes off of the wide receiver room expense. And it seemed like the minute it got cold in January and they had to play the Dolphins, they just sat down and said, we're done dropping it. We're done making mistakes. We're done being the problem. 
The entire team basically had that. I have never seen a team in pro sports so easily flip a switch and just say, we're on now. It makes me wonder, why do we even talk about regular season games? They can just say, we good now. To be fair, and I do want to take this phone call, 913-586-7610. We'll open up the phone lines here coming up in a bit. They also got rid of the dead weight. Right? You and I didn't have any issues with Justin Watson. It's how you were using Justin Watson. MVS has proven. I know he had a bad year. MVS has proven that he's a capable wide receiver in the league. He was capable last year. He was capable in Green Bay. He is a fine receiver. It's not a surprise to me that this room really started to improve when they cut two players who have just simply not proven to be NFL caliber wide receivers and they stopped trying to make them work in their offense. And then their offense started to find some consistency and it improved the wide receiver room. Here's the analogy I want to make really quickly for MVS. Because I was talking to Spectre and he was like, hey, how do you think people are going to remember MVS in five years? Like, what do you think his legacy is going to be? And I said, that's a good question. He is now 100% Christian Cologne. I don't, we never talk about it, Rob. Christian Cologne was the fourth pick in the draft. He was one pick behind Manny Machado. Bryce Harper was number one in that draft class. You want to know some guys who went behind him? Matt, Matt Harvey, Chris Sale, Christian Yelich. The Royals could have got some incredible players with the fourth overall pick in the 2010 Major League Baseball draft. A lot of really good players. Like I can keep going down the list, but you get the point. Who has bad things to say about Christian Cologne? You were a key part and helped the Royals win a World Series. For that, I am forever grateful. Christian Cologne is always welcome on this show. I love hearing his wild card story. We've had him on before to tell his story. If you saw Christian Cologne out somewhere, you would have nothing but positive things to say about Christian Cologne. It didn't work for him as a player. Not with where you drafted him. Not for the expectation. Not for what he turned into. But because of his contributions to the Kansas City Royals, you feel forever grateful and indebted to Christian Cologne, and he will always have a special place in our heart. That's now MVS. That's MVS. That's who he is. This season was not good. There's no other way to put it. It was not good. He made a play in three straight postseason games and was their leading receiver in AFC championship game. That's how history will tell the MVS story. I believe that's referred to as the uh, David McCormick syndrome for KU fans because he also was maligned and hated. Made enough plays, loved forever. MVS, we will wax poetically about him as Chiefs fans because... He made plays in last year's AFC title game. He made plays in Buffalo. He made the play in Baltimore, and he had a touchdown in the Super Bowl. We will always wax poetically. We won't talk about that Eagles drop ever again. It just disappears to the ether. 100%. 100%. Like, MVS will come back one day and bang the drum. He'll bang the drum. You know, you know how this story ends for MVS. They cut MVS. He sends a very nice tweet. A very nice thank you to Kansas City for his time here, how he loved it, how he appreciated it. He goes to the New Orleans Saints. He signs a one-year deal. Maybe they play the Kansas City Chiefs next year. MVS gets a nice ovation and a 
thank you for what you've done and being a part of two championship teams and making plays. The biggest play in the Baltimore Ravens game, he made it. He scored the first touchdown for the Chiefs in this Super Bowl. Sure, he only had three catches for 20 yards. That's not how we're going to remember MVS. He's Christian Colon. Christian Colon was the 10th pick in the draft. Rob, he played 125 games for the Royals. That's not how you remember Christian Colon. Our Christian Colon memories are boiled down to two plays. The wild card in the World Series. That's how people will remember. That's how people will talk about Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He is frozen in time. I would say the same thing now for McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman has been one of the more polarizing players on the Chiefs over the last couple of years. From the moment he got drafted, he has always been in the center of conversation. One of the iconic images of Patrick Mahomes' career includes McCole Hardman. Have you seen the picture where it's one of the moments, one of the images, whenever Patrick Mahomes is done playing football and you put together a 10-minute, you can't, you don't get 12 minutes. You get a 10-minute clip of Patrick Mahomes' career. A pass to McCole Hardman to win the Super Bowl is a part of it. So a lot of the stuff with McCole Hardman has been forgiven. And I didn't think we would be at this point with this wide receiver room. Their wide receiver room, it never developed. It never came together in the ways that I think we wanted it to or expected it to. But I think this offense, this team, and this quarterback figured out how to make it work and figured out how to get the most out of the parts that they had. And they did that. They did that to the tune of winning another Super Bowl. Let's take one phone call here, and we'll take more coming up on the other side. Landon, you called us to the drive. Hey, Landon. Hey, thanks, Carrington. Hey, I just got a couple of thoughts. So I want to speak to just the consistency and culture of the team. Obviously, we can't ignore the talent that these guys have had the last few years. And we've talked about Kyle Shanahan not being prepared, but the team was clearly prepared to go out and win yesterday. And I think it, one of the plays to piggyback off of MBS is the guy doesn't fall down. He goes backwards. We lose yards, and everybody's frustrated. But the very next play, we go right back to him. We don't, we don't ever change. We stick to what our game plan is. We don't give up on guys, and we stick to the plan. And I think that speaks to Andy Reid and this team over and over and over again, and that's how you become a dynasty. You look at the Ravens. They ignored the game plan. They stopped running the ball. And the reason we've won three championships is because we stick to the little things. We do them well. And that's how you build a dynasty, just like the Warriors, the Patriots, whatever else you've seen here in the 21st century. But uh, I'm really proud of the Chiefs. I think it's the bright future. And I'll listen to your thoughts on the other side. Absolutely, Landon. I appreciate the phone call, man. Really good stuff. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for going out there. I thought what he said there at the end about the dynasty is a really interesting point. So let's do this. I'm going to hold this thought related to the dynasty because I do think that dynasties, they all have one very key thing in common and what threads those teams together. We'll talk about that coming up on the other side. We'll continue to take your phone calls. If you want to chime in, the next segment is yours. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. Robin, at some point, we will talk about the halftime encounter, I guess a sideline encounter, between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. That, that'll come up. Keep it right here. It's the drive. 
You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Applebee's two for 20 deal just got even better. Mahomes, fighting for the end zone, wide open, caught, touchdown, Kansas City, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. All right, a couple of things here. This is what we're going to do over the next 20 minutes. I have two thoughts. We'll share those thoughts, and then we'll get back to your phone call. So if you want to call, if you want to be on the show today, now is a really good time, 913-586-7610. And there is one thing from Super Bowl Sunday that Rob and I are on opposite sides of. I'll tell you what that is at some point in this hour as well. Number one, just had a gentleman on the show, and he was talking about dynasties. At the core of all of these dynasties, it is usually a once-in-a-lifetime transcendent player. The Golden State Warriors have a lot of things. I think Steve Kerr is a really good coach. I, I like Klay Thompson. I know that we like to give Draymond a lot of grief, but Draymond is a really talented, really diverse, a special basketball player. They have the greatest shooter in the history of the sport on their team. It's that simple. And he is at the center of everything that they do. I think that the Patriots have the most clutch athlete that we had ever seen. Well, I thought that until I saw Patrick Mahomes yesterday, but you get the point about Tom. The Bulls had Michael Jordan on their team. You know what number one to having a dynasty is? It's not just being a good team. Because we've seen some teams, hey, the Broncos, those couple years, they went back to back. and You got to have him on your team. And the Chiefs have it. Football is really simple. Sports are really simple. Hey, man, that team got Michael Jordan on their team. 
You can do a lot of things, but at the end, Michael Jordan is inevitable. It is going to happen at some point. I thought San Francisco played really well for the most part yesterday. I got a lot of respect for Brock Purdy and how he played yesterday. I got a lot of respect for their defense and how they played for most of the game yesterday. It was a really good, really well-played, entertaining football game. Intense, thrilling. It is honestly one of the best football games that we have ever seen. We're talking about an overtime thriller in the postseason your star quarterback has to go down the field twice in order to extend the game. We saw that yesterday. It's one of the best football games that we've ever seen. It's simple what happened. One team has Patrick Mahomes and the other doesn't. You could switch Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. Then San Francisco would have won yesterday. (laughs) They would have won with the less coach, the less defense. They would have won yesterday. That's the difference. So I'm here to give the defense all the credit in the world. And the defense was phenomenal. George Kittle, two catches for four yards. Debo Samuel had 41 yards from scrimmage. Brandon Ayuk had 49 yards receiving. The defense was incredible. The special teams, amazing. And you need all of those things to win. Man, the Chiefs won because Patrick Mahomes is on their team. And I know, Rob, that we spent a lot of time looking up stats and I try to prove to you how important the run game is and how you got to run the ball. And all of those things are true. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. And the reason that your team, if it's not the Chiefs, the reason why your team has not won the Super Bowl is because you don't have Patrick Mahomes. Your quarterback could be great. Buffalo's quarterback's great. Cincinnati's quarterback, tremendous. Baltimore's quarterback, phenomenal. But are they Patrick Mahomes? Do you have Pat on your team? Because if you don't have Patrick Mahomes on your team, I'm sorry to tell you that you are going to end your season in disappointing fashion more times than not. He is putting together a highlight of disappointment for other quarterbacks. We got a Jalen Hurts mixtape. We got a Brock Purdy mixtape. We got a Diggs mixtape. Lamar Jackson crying on the sideline. We have a highlight reel of disappointment and one man lays at the end like a villain smiling, laughing at your demise. Quarterback of the Chiefs, man. It's the quarterback of the Chiefs. One more thought before we get back to the phone lines. I don't want to spend too much time talking about it because I know how you guys are going to respond to the text. Why are you talking about that? Well, it happened in the game. Let's talk about the Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid thing. I'll be brief. First off, you know that's out of line. Like, we can say that. I love Travis. You love Travis. We all love Travis. Travis is wrong. He's wrong in that scenario. It wasn't that you just, hey, you guys got into an argument. He is in Andy's face and appeared to make physical contact with him. I'm not saying he pushed him, but it looked like there was some physical. You bumped him. You went a little over the line. I am all for competitiveness. I am all for fire. I am all for passion. You crossed the line. It was unacceptable the way that he acted on the sideline in that moment. Now, on the other side, this is where I hate that we act like there's no gray area and that people aren't involved. Sometimes you and people you are close to and people that you love, they cross the line. But you love them. You understand them. You know them. And... Even in that moment, you don't like it. 
You have the ability to you calm down, they calm down, you guys talk about it, and you move forward. It's not that big of a deal. I don't know Andy Reid's relationship with Travis Kelsey. Only they know their relationship. But they seem to have the checks and balances of, hey, anything that happens in these white lines, we don't take it personally, and we are going to resolve these issues in private. I'm imagining they had a conversation about it. They should have a conversation about it. Hey, you're a veteran leader on this team. You got to be better in those moments. Hey, Big Red, you're right, man. My bad. Sometimes those are the most powerful words in the English language. You're right. My bad. You don't even got to say I'm sorry. I don't need that. You're right. My bad. That's on me. And I think that's one of those moments. So I'm not here. I didn't lose any respect for Travis Kelsey. None of that. We're talking about a really stressful, really intense game, and sometimes people don't communicate as effectively as you would like them to in the moment. And you can be wrong. But we also don't have to get overboard about it. And maybe this is just me on social media. I lost a lot of respect for Travis Kelsey yesterday. I didn't. It didn't really change my opinion one way or the other. It was a moment that happened on the sideline. It probably shouldn't have happened. Both sides look like they moved past it. Travis Kelsey played exceptional in the second half of the game. They don't win the Super Bowl without him. And the two people involved seem to move forward. I think that's all you can ask for. Sometimes Rob and I don't agree. But there's enough love and respect there that we just know how to resolve those issues and move forward because we're on the same team. We're fighting for the same thing. We work together for one another. We're good. I'm just going to assume that same thing is happening between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. I'm just going to assume. All right. Let's take your phone calls. 913-586-7610. I do want to give people a chance to chime in and react to the win. Let's go to Cameron. You called into the show. Hey, Cameron, how you doing, my man? How you doing today? Doing good, man. Okay. I just wanted to say, um, I've seen this all the way back in 2000, uh, well, before 2017. I've been trying to call into the drive and say this for three years now, uh, four years now, but I've seen Pat in his greatness. I knew it when I seen him at Texas Tech. I called him the Steph Curry at quarterback. I, I kid you not, I, I, my life on the line guy, God knows I am not lying. And uh, when I seen him, I said, this kid is, like, ridiculous because – the reason why I called him the Steph Curry at quarterback, I knew why I'm saying that I knew he was Jordan S. But the reason why I called him the Steph Curry at quarterback because those weird arm angles and the power of that arm, he just makes you play the whole field the same way Steph and Curry makes you play the whole court. And that's what when I looked at we kept seeing uh, Rasheed Rice get open on them short patterns because the 49ers know if they don't if they don't honor that deep ball. Then Rasheed Rice with any other quarterback would not be getting those type of yards because they have to honor that deep ball because of the way Pat plays. Yeah, I've seen that. I knew this. When they drafted Pat back in 2017, I think you've asked that question. I know you've asked that question a couple of times on the drive. Did anybody know that Pat was Yes, I did. Did anybody know Pat could achieve? Yes, I did. Because I knew Pat with that offense uh, at the time with Tyreek Hill and the rest of them, but then it somehow it carried over even with that receiving court, uh, receiving crops that he had this year. So I just want to send a shout-out to 
uh, being a Chief fan and just enjoying it with y'all, Kansas City, just the love for the sport. Yeah, but there's some of us that knew it. Brett Veach, if you listening to this, you ain't the only one that knew it, brother. And at the, the last but not least, before I get off the air, we've been calling. My son is here with me. We've been calling back in training camp and all this other stuff. When the Chiefs took the field, we got pictures. We went down to uh, training camp this year. Man, it's been a phenomenal drive. And I want to thank y'all on the drive for uh, holding Beach's feet to the fire on some of this stuff. We're calling out the bad plays and the bad picks and all this other stuff. More props to y'all, too. It's been an incredible journey. Thank you, brother. Thanks, all Cameron. Right. I appreciate it, man. I think what is so cool about Mahomes and unique is I think he's become the model now. I love player comparisons. I really do. Rob, I think you like him too. Like when you watch somebody like, hey, who does that guy remind you of? And you remember, Rob, you and I come from the air and a lot of you also were around the same age that Rob and I is. If you played like that, they called you Brett Favre. It didn't matter. You didn't have to have any of the other characteristics. If you look like that, they called you Brett Favre. We called Jake Cutler Brett Favre. We called Baker Mayfield. We threw some wild comparisons out there. You were a gunslinger. Oh, like Brett Favre. Yeah. That person is now Patrick Mahomes. Look at Caleb Williams. Who does he get compared to? Look at Kyler Murray. Who does he get compared to? If you are a top prospect coming out of college at quarterback, there's one person you get compared to now, and that's Mahomes. That's defining. That's what it looks like. Right there. That's game-changing. Let's go back to the phone lines. 913-586-7610. Country called into the show. Hey, Country. Country, what's up, C-Dot? What's up, man? Hey, baby, we Super Bowl champions again. I told you we was going to do it, man. Didn't I tell you? You did say it. Uh, to be fair, though, you've never picked them to lose any individual game, so that actually makes sense. So I always end up being right. <laughs> you know, you no, you're right. You know what? I can't even defense. country. I can't even get <laughs> jokes off today. You were a hundred percent right. You were right. I was wrong. You were right. It's just the the head coach quarterback combination, bro. It's like it's undefeated, man. And it showed again last night. My son said, "What's up?" What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so, you, country. Hey, man. Nah, thanks for the support, man. You keep me going, man. You keep me inspired to keep on this positive journey. It's hard. It's very hard. Absolutely. That's my guy, Country, man, joining the show today, man. Shout out to his kid. Someone said no more calls. No, we taking calls today. That's what we doing on this show, Rob. At least today. Of all the days we could take, today's the day to take calls. You want to know when I don't want to take calls? July. You know what? I'll figure it out on July. You know what? Just let me do it. I got it. I'm a professional. Now, I want you to chime in. Your team won the Super Bowl. 913-586-7610. Let's go back to the phone lines. Anthony, you called in. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing pretty good. I was actually retired. Anthony Adams, Sergeant Major. I actually been down to Fort Riley. I actually love that place. But um, back to the game on yesterday, I was talking about your number 87 and the elderly abuse that happened. And if my commanding officer ever, if I ever grabbed my commander officer like that, I wouldn't like to see the lights of the sky at night. You know, one, they, they always told me, Thomas Jefferson said best, one's person's kindness equals two's person's anger, but abuse subtracts all level-headedness. 
And, you know, I almost disliked that play as much as I disliked Chris Thomas, who used to play for you guys. But, you know, my granddaughter, Emily, who loves the Ravens, you know, uh, I I like that team. But I like me some Andy Reid. But I just think that he should have been punished for the way he went about that yesterday. When you say punished, like he shouldn't have played anymore in the game? No, uh, even a quarter. You know, that, that wasn't right. The way he had grabbed his commanding or his – I'm sorry about his his coach. There was no reason. I don't care what their relationship is. And Andy Reid done saved up for him, stand up for him after the game. And that's what a true leader does. And, if, and Patrick Mahomes, you guys got yourself a good player. You know, he has his um, – you know, his little funny brother, and then he has his daddy and all those issues and his wife. And you guys got a real stand-up quarterback, and I and I applaud you for that. But I, I hope me, my Ravens come, and, you know, they, they call you guys up. Thanks, Anthony. I know I wanted to take phone calls today, but when people start making bird sounds, you know what? It might, uh, it might be time, man. It might be time. I might have to just go in a completely different direction. I don't want to overreact to the Travis Kelsey thing. I really don't. I I feel like my stance on it was very level-headed. I feel like it was very down the middle. I don't like it. But you're not benching Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl. I don't know how they resolved it. I really don't. I don't know how they resolved it. I'm imagining that they resolved it. I'm imagining they had some conversation. They talked about it. And they figured out the way that people figure it out. I, I guess maybe this is the best way to describe it. Like, we're all adults here, right? Maybe some kids listening. But for the most part, I'm assuming we're all adults. People have conflict. It happens. Especially when you factor in the intense, the intensity of the situation, the importance of the situation, this is our livelihood. People have conflict. It's okay. People disagree. That's life. I don't think it has to be anything bigger than that. Even though I think that Travis Kelsey is wrong. I don't think he handled the situation correctly. I think he would tell you he didn't handle the situation correctly. Rob, the, the, I'm, I am happy to tell you right now that no one on the text line is blaming me. They're blaming you today. Dot, you taking calls is fine, but Rob has to screen them better. This is, this is a consistency on the text line. I want to take calls today, but they're saying you got to be better. I mean, there's only a finite amount of time to get the call screen. <laughs> I'm telling you what the text line is saying. When the guy tells me, I want to talk about the encounter between Coach Reed and Travis Kelsey, I thought Travis Kelsey was out of line. I didn't know I that guy. I felt like we were good. We had, someone, had checked the box. <laughs> someone on the text line said, that's why you don't take all the phone calls. I don't know what the people want to talk about. I just, I see their name, I press it. Like right here, Bob. I have no clue what Bob wants to talk about, but Bob wants to talk. Go ahead, Bob. Okay, Carrington. Uh, number one, I promise no bird or animal sounds. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Great show, by the way. The, you know, one thing that's uh, overlooked in yesterday's game, we all know Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed, but nobody has mentioned much 
about Harrison Butker. More than half the points were scored by him, including the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. This year, he missed. He was 33 of 35 field goals. He missed two. He did not miss one point after. I mean, the guy is just incredible. And, in fact, Tommy Townsend, uh, listening to him last night, when the ball was put down, he said it was high. And uh, Townsend got the ball down for Butker to kick it. And here's something else. Had the Chiefs not blocked the extra point, the game would have pretty much been over at 20-19. to With them missing that point, it ended up 19-19 and, of course, goes into overtime and the rest is history. So uh, we have the best quarterback, awesome defense, Chris Jones, best tight end. Oh, coach, what can you say about him? And the best kicker. And uh, you put it all together, and it's, it's just I'm just so happy for the city and so happy for the Chiefs. They are, they are special. And uh, dynasty or not, you know, forget about that. It was, who knows, like Travis says, you know, it could be the three-peat next year. Uh, anyway, I'm happy. And I know the city is, and uh, you and Rob keep doing a good job. Thank, Thank you, Bob. You. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. I like Bob. Bob, you know what? You're welcome. You call again, you move right to the front of the line. I like Bob. I'm a big Bob supporter. All right, coming up. I mean, I'm having fun taking phone calls. You guys on the text line don't seem too thrilled about it, but you know what? I'm the one hosting the show. We'll keep taking phone calls coming up on the other side. Rob and I are strongly on different sides about something that happened yesterday during the Super Bowl. We'll talk about it. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A lesson to the rest of the league. If you, if you put the ball in 15's hands to decide the game, I mean, it's going to go up. Um, it's going to turn up red, right? And, and so, uh, you know, the defense did their thing all year. And, you know, I knew when we got to stop, if we had a chance to give 15 the ball, that we go down there and score. And, you know, sure enough, we did. All right. I know some of you are going to hate the next two minutes of the show, but you know what? We're doing it anyway. Because one thing we talk about on this show is movies. Now, Rob came to work today and was like, hey, you see the trailer last night? I was like, of Twister? Yeah, can't wait. And Rob's like, no, no. Deadpool and Wolverine looks phenomenal. I was like, bro, you know I'm not going to see that. But did you see the Twister? Now, I understand that some of you get tired that they just keep remaking the same movies. And I don't know why there's a remake of Twister. I feel like we can just do something completely different. I'm telling you, I'm for it, though. That Twister trailer looked incredible. Sign me up. That was my favorite commercial of the whole night. The Twister. Comes out when July? Oh, can't wait. I'll be there first day. I'm seeing it at the IMAX. That's it. I don't have any other thoughts about commercials other than that right now. I mean, come on. That that movie looks like it's done worse than the original. We had Bill Paxton. We had we had Philip Seymour Hoffman. We had perfection on the cinema. We don't need to redo with Glenn Powell and people else I don't ever even heard of. Stop I don't it. know. The Glenn Powell guy, he looks a little more reckless than Bill Paxton did back in the old days on Twister. He seemed like he's more committed to it. He seemed way more about that life than Bill Paxton did. I'm always going to tell you one thing. Maybe I shouldn't admit this. The first Twister, just okay. It's just okay. It's not as good as you probably remember it being. It's okay. I do want to go back and rewatch it, though. That was the highlight of my commercial experience was I didn't know there was a Twister remake until yesterday. I'm down for it. I'm here. 100%. Can't also, wait. the text line is pointing out, and maybe I'm wrong, it's Twisters, so I think it's a sequel. It's a continuation of the existing story. Huh? The name of the movie is Twisters, multiple twister. This is a remake. I'm not. Okay. You don't think it's a sequel? No, I'm all right. Are you still interested if it's a sequel? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to see it regardless. I can't wait. It's going to be thrilled. horrible. It's going to be awful. Somebody said, see that you're really talking about movies on Super Bowl Monday. You obviously don't know the drive. This is your first time tuning in. That company spent millions of dollars for us to talk about it for two minutes. No, I can't wait. Thrilled. Fired up. It's my favorite part of the game. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Very serious now. Scott, you called in. Hey, Scott, how you doing, my man? What up, Carrington? Hey, Scott. Hey, love the show, man. When I'm driving home and I laugh out loud, you got a good show. Thank you, man. You got a great show. Hey, like you said, man, this is my team. This is our team. This is our town. 
It's time to party, man. Hey, shout out to that Anthony. All the love to the military and the armed forces. But we're playing football. This ain't D-Day. We're not in Pearl Harbor. You don't bench the greatest tight end to ever play the game. Travis said after the game, he said he was telling Big Red how much he loved him. See, you know, I'm sitting here in this parking lot. The sun is shining on me. I'm basking. I'm basking <laughs> in the glow of the Super Bowl. My parents flew to Louisiana to watch Super Bowl Four and Lenny Dawson. And, man, i just been loving this team. My kids don't know why they were Chiefs fans, but now they know. They know why they're Chiefs fans. Hey, just a couple questions. You can answer them. Hey, is Nick Wright bringing his show Wednesday? I'm sure you're going to hook up with him. And, uh, you know, is Taylor going to be on the bus? And then finally, Jones, he needs his legacy. Can he stay? Just Chris Jones, I know you want the money, but the legacy, man, is he going to stay? I'll listen off the air. Love your show, C-Dot. Scott, I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot for calling in today. Anytime people start using word like basking, you're just in a good mood. You've never used the word basking in just like a normal sense. It's always uber positive when you use the term basking. So I'm, I'm happy for Scott. I'm happy that Scott is having a great day. I will do my best to answer all the questions. I text Nick Wright this morning and said, are you coming the, for the parade? He said, I am working on it. I don't know if Taylor's going to be at the parade. I'm going to get this. Is, this is just pure guess. I no one has told me one way or the other. I'm going to guess that she will not be just because it's already a lot going on. You're telling me that in the middle of all of that, the most famous person in the world is going to be there. Just seems really, really difficult. She also, because it's my job now, knowing her tour schedule is in either Australia or New Zealand on Friday. That's a tight turnaround. You're losing 14 hours on that flight. That's, that's a tight window to get back to work. I don't know. Now I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know her tour schedule or when anything is, I'm going to guess, Hey, I have to push a show back, but I'll make it up to you guys. I, it, I don't know. I just seems like it's a lot. It's a lot happening. It's a whole lot happening for the, for the parade. It seems like it's a lot. Someone said, CDOT, Nick said he's bringing the show. He said it on his show earlier today. Oh, I did not know that. I texted him this morning and asked him. He said they were working on it. So I'm very excited to see Nick here in a couple of days. I'm sure it will be a great time. Uh, Coming up at the top of the hour, I have a fun toss-up question. And I do want to get back into the overtime conversation because I actually think think there are going to be two lasting things from the game. Like, if you are not a Chiefs fan, what are you going to be talking about 10, 15 years? What is the Super Bowl going to be known for? I think it is going to be the two drives from Patrick Mahomes, and I think it's going to be the overtime. We got a chance to see this is probably the final version of overtime. People complained about overtime in the NFL for 100 years. They complained about it. They finally have a system that is the most fair possible way that it could ever be. Both teams got an opportunity, and Patrick Mahomes went down the field. I think those are the two lasting memories. It was the Mahomes drive and the fact that we got to see the overtime that everybody wants. We got a chance to see it in the most watched football game ever. We'll take one more phone call here really quickly. All right, I'll take Shane. Shane, how you doing, my man? Oh, hold on. I had the wrong. Oh, uh, I hung up on Shane. My bad. Shane, call back. I, I apologize. I hung up on you. 
All right, John. Hey, this is really quick, but I just wanted to give a shout-out to Leo Chanel. Um, I think he was the one that got the blocked PAT, but just his overall defensive effort yesterday, I just want to give him all the credit. That's all I got to say. You know what, John? Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Salute to you. I'm here to give Mike Pinnell a lot of credit, too. I don't think history is going to remember Mike Pinnell and the impact that he had on the game, but Mike Pinnell was one of the better defensive players that they had yesterday. He forced the fumble in the first quarter on Christian McCaffrey and made multiple plays in the backfield. Mike Pinnell was great. He was really, really good yesterday. All right, this is what we'll do. Coming up on the other side. I have a toss-up question to ask you guys related to the game, and I do want to get back into the overtime conversation and how San Francisco handled the overtime, which is still one of the more mind-blowing things I've ever heard at the end of a game. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 